This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Happy almost Halloween. Welcome to a non-Halloween edition of Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Before we begin... Over on the Insane in the Fembrain, you can hear me talking to Jordan Gray. Jordan Gray, the trans woman, and hear me melt down as I try to start the conversation. I this I want to because I want to talk to you about. I want to talk a bit about because this is. I don't even know where to start. This know. is great. No, I love this bit. This, this is the bit. This yeah. is the bit where Rich Wilson starts to panic. So that's Jordan Gray over on Insane in the Fembrain right now. Um, like we, we realised last week, people have been very generously leaving us reviews on on the iTunes. Um, I know we asked people to do that, we didn't realise people had, and so there's there's a there's a backlog of people, and we didn't realise. So um, thank you to everybody that's left us five star reviews. Nice one, really appreciate. It. That's lovely of you. Uh, to anyone that left us a one star review, I'm not even looking at them. Uh, you're probably not even listening to this anymore if you left us a one. So uh, good luck with your lives. I'm sorry that you feel that way. But hopefully you'll come back and then hopefully you'll feel better about things and we would give you something that you actually like. I don't know. Good luck. I wish you all the best. But to the wonderful people that have left us fives, um, we've got some wonderful... I can't even... I don't know how to pronounce this. Amstotten? Amstotten. Amstotten. Uh, as said, favourite podcast. Thank you so much, Amstotten. Is that how you say it? Drop me a message uh, uh, and, and uh, let me know. Amstotten. I'm not. Yeah, Amstotten. I'm going to keep saying it, aren't I? And then we've got um, we've got George. Is it Georgie? You spell it now. You spell it G A W G I. Is that Georgie? Georgie. I'm Georgie. Uh, amazing podcast. Thank you so much. And then we've got Kelvin the Crane. Hilarious, funny, relevant. Thank you, mate. That's really kind of you. Thank you. And then we've got Flashdag underscore, underscore development. Hello, mate. That's, that's my mate Tash. Tash, thank you. I'm so glad you love it. Thank you. It really means a lot. Thank you. Thank you to all of you listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, Seamus is a girl's name. Chilled, relaxed, talking. No gimmicks. And that's the thing. There are no gimmicks. Um, I get it wrong sometimes. Um, and that's the beauty of this. That's why I'm having these conversations. Because sometimes I get it wrong. And sometimes I get it right. Uh, that's all part of being a human being, isn't it? Uh, and we've got VW George 1982, just like mates sat around chain. And that's how it's supposed to be. So there's far too many podcasts out there that talk about mental health, but do it in a way that is no disrespect to them, but it's not in a way that a lot of people can feel they feel comfortable with or accessible. It feels a little bit, you know, I don't know. 
I don't know. Really, you want this? This is how we. This is how we should be doing it. Just listening to me make a fucking idiot of myself, and a, a few swears, because we swear, don't we? I love a good swear. Yeah, mm, good swear. Yeah, not all the time. Don't do it when you're with your kids. That's not good. Anyway, but thank you to everybody for the reviews. There are there are so many. We're gonna go through them, and we're gonna give you a shout out and everything else. So the, the, the fours as well. We'll have a look at them and three. I don't know. How do you feel? about things if you get to a point and someone goes oh it was all right three it's kind of nothing isn't it it's not like middling it's like yeah, it's all right but it's, you know it's up to you however you're feeling i i can't i can't tell you to like this you know as much as i want everybody to like it you're not everybody's cup of tea and i understand that um but i, I hope you're all right I hope you're well um, still a funny old time, isn't it? You know, everything's changing every week, and, uh, and we're, we're probably bored of talking about it. But you know, uh, as long as we are, we are well. As long as we're doing all right, because there's some poor souls out there uh, not doing not doing well at all. And to, to them, I, I send my love, and hopefully, hopefully, things will improve. Um, it's a funny old time. People voting against feeding kids, which is a bit fucked, isn't it? Um, and anyone that goes, because I've seen, I've seen people I know, and, and I love you, but they're, they're talking about the economy and eco- economics, and you know, fuck all that. This is about feeding kids, all right. It doesn't matter about the parents. Doesn't matter about the situation. It doesn't matter who only have kids if you can afford them. Doesn't matter. These people, these children now exist, and they should be fed. And that's that's the that's the key point, regardless of anything else. These kids should be fed, and that's the, that's the end of it. There's no there's no discussion. All right, let's just feed the kids. Fuck's sake, you know. And then you've got people people talking about you know there was a, there was a poor family that tried to get across the channel, you know. And people were going, oh yeah, there are there are proper avenues to get into. No, they weren't open to these people. These people took a fucking risk. And it didn't work out, and I I it breaks my heart to see stories like that. And then it just makes you realise how lucky you are to be in the situation you're in, you know? It's so I mean, you know, we're all we're all we've all got our own shit to deal with, but some people have got more shit than others, and it really, you know, this is why we need to have these chats, is why we need this community, you know, support each other. Hopefully, you know, this will hopefully this helps in some way. It helps me, certainly. Um Speaking of help and, and community and friendship, uh, my guest this week is Rob Rouse. Rob Rouse um, is one of the stars of Upstart Crow, um, which is a great TV show. Um, and he, I've said this many times maybe on here, I've said it in, I've said it in other stuff. He's the reason I got into comedy. He was the first person to turn around and say to me, you've, I think you should do comedy. You, I think you've got what it takes. Um, and I've been mates with him ever since. He's just a very, really lovely man. And uh, this was the second time we attempted this recording because the first one, I was supposed to record my end because his, his internet connection is not great. So we were supposed to record either end and send it to producer Paul. He would work his magic and it would sound like we were having, it would sound magical and it would sound like we were having a proper conversation and everything was fine. But um, I didn't record my side because I'd forgotten the batteries or some shit. And it, oh, I, I was so gutted because it was such a good chat. I love Rob so much. and. It, and it fucked up but being Rob, Rob being who he is he just went well we'll do it again and and there we are we did it today so 
Um, producer Paul uh, is relaxed because I was in the studio this time in producer Paul's studio, so he knew that at least his side, this side, was going to be properly recorded. <laughs> and uh, and Rob, Rob has uh, Rob has got his side over, and he's ready to go. And uh, we're going to put it out. We're going to put it out right now. It's absolutely that's what I'm doing. This is the intro for it. Rob's a lovely man, and uh, you'll find out. You'll find out. We cover all manner of topics with this one. It's coming up in just a minute. Rob Rouse. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A podcast from producerpaul.co.uk. Oh, oh, oh! Now you're right live in my ears. There, there we go. go. I'm in your ear, Perfect. ear ears. That's it. There we go. I've got a picture to send you. There was a fella in the gig last night. Look, the spitting image of you. I said, Go it, on, let's I, have a look. I said it to you. I don't know if you, you can see it on here. Show me on the screen. I don't know if you can see it. Can you see it? Oh, no, I can't see him. Can't I see just see a bleached out. I'll send it to you, because it was uncanny. It looks like me in um, a... <laughs> it looks like me in a slim phase. <laughs> you're, never, you're not fat, though, are you? Look at you. You're, you're a... No, I've, I've, been big, I've been big in the past, though, Rich. I got, I got quite big uh, before I met my wife. I, I put on quite a lot of timber. Did you? Um, but ge- generally, yeah, generally, I have quite a, fa- I'm, I have quite a fast metabolism. <laughs> um and uh, so, and and also, you know, I go to the toilet a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, don't don't worry. I'm recording all this. Are you recording your end? Are you, yeah, are you rolling? Yeah, this is gold. I'm, dust. I'm getting We're all the gonna... yeah. I'm get, I'm, oh, perfect. I'm recording it on a backup as well, so don't panic. But no, I go to the toilet a lot, and um, that's where I do a lot of my thinking. But uh, and I enjoy spicy food, so I don't hang on to matter for very long. Generally, just go straight um, through. You I like tend a to move, move it. Yeah. I move it on quite quick, but um, <laughs> but then when I, when I started doing stand up, I remember um, uh, I started eating a lot uh, after gigs at night because uh, you, your oh, whole yeah. day would become just about doing the gig, wouldn't it? Like you you get up at five o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and then you go and do the gig, and you sort of wake up, and then you go right, I'm hungry now, I need to go and live a life. That's um, it. Yeah, every time. And then uh, yeah, and 
and I just used to, I used to just, just, I used to eat and, I, and driving around and eating, any, drinking energy drinks before gigs and all that kind of stuff. And I think, I think I got up to about for me because I'm usually about. I don't, I don't know if you meant to talk about your weight. I'm usually about 12 and a half stone, generally, yeah. somewhere around there. But I got up to about 15 and a half, I think. So for me, that was quite a lot of extra extra timber for me to carry. And um, I remember I remember talking to a lady at a gig afterwards, and I asked, and she was a personal trainer. It was up the creek yeah, where yeah, we yeah. first met. And uh, and I said to her, I, you know, I'm, do, I'm doing, doing a bit of exercise, I'm doing this, and... But I, can't, I just can't seem to shift the weight. And she said, um, what, what are you eating? And I said, oh, I don't know, just get in healthy stuff, like have about half a loaf of bread or something. <laughs> she went, hang on. But, and I was eating about half a loaf of bread at night when I got in with loads of Marmite and butter on it. Yeah. But whilst doing press, I was doing press-ups and then fueling my body on, uh, on, <laughs> on Marmite on toast. With loads of stalked margarine or whatever was cheap in those days. I, I had a personal trainer for a bit. And I used to go to the gym and I'd be on the cross trainer and I'd, just, I'd be on there for like two minutes. And then because I'm in the yeah. gym, psychologically, I've been. Yeah. And then one day, he came, this giant Lithuanian guy called Andre. And he was one of the, I used to say hello to him every time I went in there, but he never said hello back. He just stared at me. And I'm mm. on the thing and he walked up. He, walked, he came walking along. He said, what are you trying to do? Because I'm, I'm trying to lose a bit of weight. He went, stop, 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 stop. So I'm on the cross train. I'm trying to slow it down as I was going. And yeah. he, went, he went, there's no point in you coming to the gym. He goes, your diet is shit. He goes, I can tell that by looking at you. Your diet is shit. There's no point in exercising if your diet is bad. He said, And so. then you started crying? I started crying. You started crying. <laughs> but then we became friends. It was very nice. <laughs> but he did. He helped me out. It really did. When I was with him, it was great. He really did show me right. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're sounds right. like he, it sounds like he was gaslighting you, Rich. It's well, he got him 30 quid a session. So <laughs> 90 quid a week. <laughs> it worked. But, it seems, but also, as you get older as well, like your, your, your body goes through different uh, phases, doesn't it? Because I think I'm now in the male menopause. Yeah, I assume. You know, I, I'm going to have to take. I do feel hot. So I might have to take <laughs> me uh, jump off in a minute. Uh, but uh, but yeah, and and I think, but I I, I don't know. I feel. Um, do you know? I, genuinely, this is about mental health, isn't it? When yeah. um, when I was, um, well, it's about everything, isn't it? But you know, these things are the areas we're very happy to to walk into. I remember when I was uh, back in what the early to mid 2000s when I was probably on the telly. A bit. Yeah. I remember having never thought about it really much in my life at all, suddenly being very um, conscious of my my weight, definitely. And yeah. I've never really thought about it in much depth. And except for the fact, if I look back at it now, I was going down to LA Fitness in uh, Sydenham every day. And if I didn't go, I'd get quite freaked out and, yeah. and stressed probably what now would we call anxiety but yes yeah, stressed and i'd be stroppy and grumpy because yeah. i didn't feel i'd done the thing i needed to do to then uh stay at whatever weight i thought i should be whilst i drank loads of booze <laughs> and, <laughs> and didn't funny. look after myself otherwise yeah <laughs> it's funny when you see people when we like people that we know and they, they get on the telly and then suddenly yeah. they just they suddenly get they get a telly body you know, they, yeah, they've obviously seen themselves and gone. No, that can't stay as it is. I've literally just been saying that. I saw myself on the it, screens here, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, I've got such a dad body. 
But you're a dad. Yeah, exactly. So, of course, I've got a dad body. You've got grown up boys. <laughs> And also, Rich, if I'm crying, who do I want to cuddle, cuddle me, you or Joel Domit? Exactly. I mean, I love Joel Domit. He's a lovely guy, but I, I want to have a cuddle with you, Rich. Exactly. Comfort. <laughs> I mean, yeah. See, Joel, Joel was... Joel was so Joel, suddenly, because he was always quite, you know, quite a bandy, quite a skinny guy, didn't he? And he, he got really into... Yeah, I remember seeing him just before he got famous. We did a gig, an off-the-curb gig somewhere, and, you know... Or maybe an Ian Franklin gig somewhere where they had enormous round tables anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 and, Ian Franklin, um, yeah. Yeah, and he was suddenly, like, he was all muscly, uh, Joel, and he was eating just chicken out of a packet. <laughs> Nothing else, just chicken. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do, no carbs. Just have your protein. I love, I love bread and rice and... <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. I, last few days, all I've been eating is bread and sandwiches. Just, I just can't mm. be asked to do anything else. <laughs> Well, I, f- I think I mean I really think it's funny, isn't it? Probably like uh, probably like me. You, I'm guessing you probably spend a bit too long on things like Instagram and stuff, just scrolling yeah. through and uh, and going, why is it? Why does it always show me these pictures of these men who are really muscly in the gym, showing off their six packs and you know their massive backs and all this kind of stuff? And it's because you've looked at it in the past, feeling yeah. a bit sad about yourself. So now it shows you more of it just to push you over the fucking edge. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's true. And and, people, uh, people don't realise that even though we are men, we are we still get affected by these things. We still think... Well, but, uh, you know, yeah, big time. I think yeah. we do really big time. And I think it's probably a sleeping... Uh, I don't really know what the term would be, a sleeping bad thing <laughs> that, that needs to be talked about. Like, we, like the, it's now become... Like, when you, um, when you look at a lot of young people now, should we do a gig? And a lot of young people now are really quite stacked aren't they like the yeah. young men they're really jacked they spend a lot of time in the gym they've got big muscular torsos they don't do their legs so they look <laughs> like a triangle on two sticks don't they but there's and and at what point is that health and at what point does it become body dysmorphia you've got to ask yourself haven't yeah. you because because i remember like when i was i mean i think in general i have a fairly healthy uh relationship to my to my body if anything I'm the other way body dysmorphic. Like, yeah, um, right. I get out of the shower and think, you look like an absolute uh, Olympian, young man, <laughs> old man. And then, and then I see a picture of myself on holiday and go, quite a pasty man uh, like there on the sun lounger. And you can kid yourself, but whatever happens, you're always going to have a fat back. So just deal with it. <laughs> well, I've just, I look at my dad and I'm like, yeah, he's, a, he's, he's got a, because we're both, neither of us are tall. We're not tall men. And yeah. we've got this weird body where we're we're stocky and we're we are fat, but we're not. We don't look fat. It's weird. No, like it's a. Well, chunk. you aren't. I think I see. I always think of you as someone who's got explosive power. <laughs> Do you know, if I needed to, uh, if I was trying to get a piano into a house, absolutely up some steps, I go. I'll get rich because there'll be a bit when everyone like there's four of us. Trying to lift the piano up and we can't do it, and then suddenly Richard go, "Fucking get out of here, everyone!" And you just go, "Ah!" and you just screech, and then you lift the piano over the threshold. And it's then, true. It's true. Yeah, you, like, that's what you've got. That's what you've got, and it's and that is wonderful. That is beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. It's incredible. Explosive lower body power. It's that's good. what life's yeah, all it's about. Loads of the ground. Um, we, we, you know, yeah, yeah. Low center of gravity. We don't. We don't. We're like weebles. We don't fall over very easily. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and that, I, yeah. But who, 
who am I going to ring? Who am I going to ring if I want to knock down an outdoor toilet with just a couple of lump hammers? <laughs> I'm not going to ring Joel Dommett. I'm going to ring you, Rich, and then we'll <laughs> knock it down. We'll have a fantastic day just laying waste to an old brick toilet in someone's back backyard. What a, what a day. What a day. What a day. That, I'd love that. Just smashing the shit out of an outside toilet. <laughs> With lump hammers. <laughs> Superb. I remember uh, there's an old friend of mine, Debs Walker. She's a wonderful woman. Um, and uh, she, her uh, partner, Lee, um, I remember, that was, uh, that's where that idea has come from. I remember she said, uh, Lee wasn't working at the time. He's from Buxton, Lee. Really nice lad. Really nice lad. Um, and, and when you meet him, really uh, seemingly... You know, when you meet someone who seems really uncomplicated, you just think, oh, I'd love yeah. a bit of that. I'd love, yeah. do you know what I mean? I'd love to be in your head, mate. And I'm sure, <laughs> but I'm sure there's, you know, there's loads. He's got his own things he has to deal with. But I remember um, uh, it was Debs' birthday. I'd not seen it before. I said, what did you get for your birthday? And he said, Lee got me the best present ever. And I said, what was it? And he said, well, he hasn't got any money, but um, there's this old outdoor toilet uh, standing at the end of the back garden. It means you can't see the garden. And he knocked it down with a lump hammer with his bare hands for me, for me birthday present. And I just thought, I wish I was, I wish I was married to Lee. Yeah, he just that's that. You say he's uncomplicated, but he thinks outside the box. He's gone right. right I've got any, I haven't got any money, but what can I give her that she'd love? Oh no, yeah, get rid of that bog. <laughs> Superb with me bare hands. Just going but, at but it. that's the thing. But I do see, but there's a thing, isn't there? Like you said, I see, uh, just to tell what we talk about, that all these young lads, with the, you know, they spend a lot of time in the gym. At what point does that become an unhealthy yeah. obsession? Because like, I remember as a kid, like when you'd see, I remember watching, I was really into boxing when I was a kid. It was, it, we grew up with an amazing era of boxing, like Marvin Hagler, Tommy oh, Hearns, yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard. That was that kind of super middleweight, incredible uh, Period and then uh, and it was and it was on the telly a lot, wasn't it? Yeah, all the time. Errol Bomber, Graham Lloyd, Onigan, all the British boxers, incredible. Um, but what what's I really noticed was that this idea that boxers train to get into a certain shape, don't they? Yeah. And it's the same with Olympic athletes. They're they're, they're looking to peak at their event. So if you saw, um, I mean, Ricky Hatton's a good example, isn't it? He obviously goes on and lives his life, and he gets incredible shape for his fights. But you wouldn't maintain that that no. that kind of almost emaciated, really muscly physique that they cut to get to the weight. Now that if you look at Instagram, those are the male bodies that are seen and being normalised on there, really heavily muscled, but with incredibly low levels of body fat. Yeah, and that that isn't actually how you're physically meant to be. No, not at all. Because. Because you, our entire metabolism has, has evolved over millions of years of hunting and gathering, where if you found something, you might gorge yourself on it, and then you'd be able to store weight, and then and that would get you to the next point where yeah. you next had a bit of a plunder or they got you through a lean period. So your body's not meant to exist at that level of um, uh, that sort of level of peak uh, potential power to weight ratio, whatever you want to call it for an extended period but that that kind of shit's getting normalized by yeah. just what we ca people casually scroll through and and then you know we we we've, we've got um, a thing where we've drawn I mean it's not easy to do and it's uh, it's uncomfortable sometimes but we've managed we've drawn a line with in the sand with our kids and um social media and stuff and said you're not when we just said not no smartphone you're not having one I don't care if they've got yeah. one you know and my son's 12 and it, it 
he stopped he stopped arguing about it it eventually stopped and he stopped uh, when he goes back to school after a big school holiday he'll, he'll mention it yeah. and then we'll have a quick chat about it and then he'll stop going on about it and he just gets on with it um, and occasionally people some, someone drew a cock and balls on his little uh, Nokia <laughs> phone case the other day <laughs> but we were, we were laughing about it um, but he doesn't I, I genuinely don't think he's missing out and um, he, he chats to his mates when he plays on the you know his computer games and stuff yeah but he doesn't miss out by not having a mobile phone and crucially he doesn't spend ages looking at uh, a million fold images of what what people think they should look like yeah yeah and, and yeah I, I don't know and I, I just think and because I, and I, I know myself if I look at it it starts to make me feel sick yeah, I, I I get caught up in it all the time, and what what amazes me is that you see people like say like Jack Black for example, that just yeah. exude confidence. But he's a you know he he doesn't go to the gym, he doesn't do this that and the other. No, people love him and you know find him attractive, and there are other people like larger people that that are confident with it and I, I really admire that. I wish I was a bit more like that. I'm I'm like it sometimes. Depends. I've had a decent enough sleep. If I've had some sleep, yeah. then I'm all right. I'm kind of like, no, this is listen. This is what I look like. I can't change it. You know, this is what I. But Mate, then, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're handsome, uh, you're well dressed, cultured, <laughs> stylish dude. It's funny, isn't it? But you know what I mean? Thank you, thank you. But you don't, I don't see that. I just see this fat lump who's uh, who can't can't who's had to go up a jean size since the since someone had a bat. <laughs> Yeah, but how, how else? How else are you gonna? You know, you, you, that explosive power has to come from somewhere, Rich. It does, and you need bigger jeans to fit it in. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but 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 th- that's our perception that those people in that gym uh, are happy. Yeah, exactly, and they're not. They're not Cle- clearly. If they were satisfied with themselves, or they had, they were at peace with who they were, they wouldn't be in there seven days a week. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and 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 you and I think, and it's really interesting. I think about this with young children growing up. So my my lad is twelve. He is the second smallest boy in his year. Right, and, and he says, "Daddy, when am I going to grow?" And uh, and I, he, he's, I'm sure he's going to grow at some point. But his his mum's nearly medically small, so there's, there's <laughs> so it might be there's a cap, there's a cap on that potential. Yeah, we don't know. He takes after you and not his time bandit mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But we, um, but I mean, all we can do is is just kind of just make sure that he's confident. Like yeah. you know, it's, someone said to him, yeah, he came back from school the other day. Someone said, someone said to me, when are you going to grow? And I said, well, when well, you next time, just say then when are you going to grow a personality? When are you going to when are you going to grow some <laughs> some wit? When are you going to grow like a sense of humour? Like all of these things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. And and you just ah oh, I don't know it's tricky isn't it but you just you could it's uh, it's hard enough for adults to navigate and I think it's an even more confusing world potentially for young people oh, um, especially now yeah yeah I think it yeah was, it was hard enough when we were kids you know with the bullying and stuff you know everyone bullied each other you know I got bullied so I'd bully someone else and you know there was this horrible mm. chain of events yeah but now absolutely yeah. now it's like you know I imagine. You know, he probably does get a little bit of shit for not having the right phone. You know, we used to get, we used to get shit at school if you had the wrong bag. I had a bag, and uh, it just said, <laughs> it just said sport down the side. It awesome. didn't even have a football yeah. team. <laughs> 
Market bag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said sport, and I just got I got the yeah. shit ripped out of me for that. <laughs> Mate, I I got I got so much shit like for that kind of stuff as a kid, but I think. Yeah, it's funny. I remember I was really into cricket at school, and we went to like you know I went to comprehensive school, so there was it wasn't like there was uh, loads of us playing it. Um, and I remember getting a second-hand pair of cricket boots from someone. I can't remember who it was from, and they were too big. And it was a primary school match, and I I like got six wickets in this match or something. We bowled out them for about twelve. It's yeah. ridiculous. And uh, and we were getting taking their shoes off afterwards. Well, Bob probably on the grass. And I was taking my shoes off, and they had they were stuffed out with cotton wool because they were too long. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember uh, this lad—I shall say his name—but he said, uh, and he said that they were they were C U N T boots. That's oh, what yeah. he called them. And I didn't know what the word was. And I went home and, and told my mum, and so and so said these are called cotton boots. I like like thick ear for both sides, but it kind of. And I remember, I know I was always shit at football, but my mum used to buy me um, like plastic football boots out of the the, <laughs> yeah, the second with the mouldy seconds bin in yeah in Timpsons, <laughs> and like if there was any moisture in the atmosphere or on the ball at all, you couldn't get any grip. Nope. It would just no matter what you did, it would <laughs> just piss, piss off to the side, slide off your boot. But I don't know. It's that it's like Johnny Cash in it. It's the the gravel in your gut and the spit in your eye, or is it the spit in yeah. your gut and the gravel in your eye? <laughs> I don't spit in each other's eyes. That's or the in point. each other's guts. <laughs> yeah, or it just just don't mess with each other's guts and eyes. But it, it's it's that that's the balance of life in it that we're all in. Is is that thing of it's building up, it's finding our own resilience and trying to engender that in our kids. Yeah, um, and not. We had a fascinating conversation today. We were out for a dog walk and it was shitting down with rain. But the kids are going mad. We can't, you know, we can't do anything really at half term. So we just went out for a walk in the rain with the dogs. And um, we were talking about, uh, what was it? I think we were talking about old TV programmes. That was it. My wife was trying to explain to our daughter, who's eight, about what live TV is. Yeah. Because she had, she just can't wrap her head around it because she <laughs> watches things on the iPlayer or whatever. So it just, it just doesn't even compute as a concept yeah. that there was a time when you used to have to watch a program at a certain time and everyone else would be watching it. There's, there's no frame of reference for it. It doesn't make any sense at all. She literally grew up in a world of Netflix yeah. and things on demand. Um, and then. And we were talking, about, and, then, and then my son said, "Yeah, because Dad always always says that kind of you know things are worse now than they were, or technology's really bad." And and I said, "Well, no, no, no. I, I, maybe I do. Maybe I do. And and I try not to. But I was just saying, we used to have live TV, so we used to have a thing where, like, if you're watching Saturday morning TV, and there'd be I don't Duran Duran might be on. Yeah." Someone could ring up and they go, you're speaking to Duran Duran, what do you want to say? And they go, you're a bunch of wankers! And put the phone down. And, and that kind of thing would, would happen. Yeah, yeah, like five on the star, telly. out to five star, do you remember that? It wasn't, it was five star, bless them, bless them. I'm sure they dealt with it and they kind of laugh about it and they probably look back at it. Well, I look back at those things fondly. Like yeah, you could yeah. see... And and he and he's found it. He thought it was hysterical, like that someone could ring up and just tell someone to piss off. And he said, "Why would people do that?" He said, "Well, why are you laughing?" He said, "Because it's funny." He went exactly. But so it, there was an yeah. element, and it just that there's an element of chaos. That's what I was trying to say. That is missing from there. So now 
they would watch like um, uh, a succession of fails. Like oh, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Like, which which it's like it's like the comedic version of cum shots, isn't it? If you take <laughs> all the build up, all of the surrounding furniture out of a practical joke or a situation, the real joy is gone. Yeah, because like it, the life is about anticipation and either uh, getting that or not getting that, and and you have to learn to reckon with waiting, don't you? Yeah. And <laughs> and the fallout and expectation. What? It's like if you had Christmas every day, it would be shit. Even for kids, it would be shit if it was Christmas every day. It would yeah. be tedious. It's like, it's like living forever. It's an awful concept, isn't it? <laughs> and, um, but I was just saying to him, but, so I feel like in a way, maybe there was just a little seed planted in my generation that we need to find the seed for them, Yeah. which is that, that, that mistakes are normal. Mistakes happen. And and so even like if you're a pop star, you could be on a live TV program, and a kid could ring up and call you a wanker. And and yeah. that, and that and that that kind of stuff could happen. So it, it, it so you're immediately learning that these people in front of you, of course, they're not perfect. Yeah. Right? And life isn't perfect. But if we edit out all of the imperfections, then then people. And, and people don't ever see, they don't grow up seeing like rough edges, cock-ups, genuine mistakes yeah. in context, then they, they, you could see how potentially they could then start to ex- have an expectation of themselves that was, didn't make mistakes or was yeah. completely infallible. And then, yeah, and then the insecurities kick in because they do make mistakes and they do feel insecure and they do fuck yeah. up and, and they think they're the only ones that are. That's the thing. We always think we're the only ones that are fucking up. And it's not. Yeah, we all course. fuck up. We all make mistakes. Yeah. Someone, someone said this to me uh, recently and they just said, you know, sometimes I'm, a, sometimes I'm a legend, sometimes I'm a bit of a prick. It just depends mm. what mood I'm in. But I'm a human being. I'm not good all the time. Mm. I'm good and I'm bad. And it's just how we yeah. are, you know? And that needs to be, there seems to, like, Jade, I watched Jade at a gig the other night and she said, she said this thing and she was like, you know, it's all very, it's all very Christian at the moment, isn't it? It's all very good and evil and you've mm. got to pick a side. You know, you, yeah. you can't be, you, it's always like, oh, and, ah, oh, and, 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 you know, and we're, but humans aren't like that, you know? We're, yeah. And I think, yeah, like you say, you, we're not allowed to fuck up. If you if you make a mistake now, you're just you're just dragged over the cobbles and and then that's it. You're finished, you know. And it's we all potentially, fuck up, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. I, I, she, and you're right. Jade's spot on. Like it's um, that that's yeah. We have to unless we have a, a world where we can we can somehow um, uh, atone for things we've done wrong. Yeah. Then then. What's the point? What's the point of teaching our kids that any kind of morals or that one thing is uh, one thing? You know, there, there's or not, yeah, just just to behave or to be kind and to be yeah. nice, like because occasionally they're going to mess it up because they're going to feel vulnerable or like like you said earlier, like um, you got bullied and you occasionally bullied people. That's yeah. because you were bullied. Like all of that behaviour is learned, and and if and especially it happens, doesn't it, in, in social media? There's it's such a tribal thing. Yeah. Um, I saw a thing the other day that just as a, by way of an example that made me think, what the fuck is this for? Like, um, there's a journalist, I can't remember, I shan't mention his name because I can't remember it, but I started <laughs> following him about a couple of years ago because I thought he put some interesting stories up. 
and uh, there was a thing in the uh, the news. I think it was Sunday. Kia Starmer was involved in uh, an accident with a cyclist, right? In in North London, and um, the report was, and and from all the different papers it's been in, uh, there was an incident with the cyclist. The cyclist suffered a, a minor injury, uh, was taken to hospital, but is doing fine. And that Kia Starmer stayed with the uh, cyclist till the emergency services arrived. And then when they arrived and he was taken away, obviously left and has stayed in touch with the person. Yeah. So basically did all the things that you are meant to do yeah. um, as a member of society, whether you're conservative, Labour, whatever you are, UKIP, doesn't matter. Do the thing that you're meant to do as a member of society yeah. if you're involved in a traffic accident. And this journalist who I... Uh, wrote and all it wrote was who the hell like kind of what kind of uh, monster drives an suv in north london and then i looked down at the thread and it was incredible like so this guy's kind of a left-leaning journalist and because later on he was you know attacking Tr uh, trump and boris and all the usual uh, suspects um and i thought what is the purpose of this? And those people are going, yeah, if you drive a, an SUV, you might as well just take a shit in a penguin's mouth <laughs> and all this kind of extreme stuff. Uh, even if it, and even if it's an electric SUV, the amount of energy used to create one, like, just yeah. kind of, wow. And so the, his reference, the journalist reference to the story was that Kia Starmer was a monster for driving an SUV <laughs> rather than... Kia Starmer was involved in an accident like a lot of us have done at some point in our lives yeah. and did the right thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, yeah. And I, and I don't understand what, like, what the purpose of a tweet like that is for from a journalist other than, if he's not thinking about it, to create division. Create division and, they, and to get likes, get likes and attention for themselves. And, Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. So, so, that, so the, whole, yeah. The, whole, the whole purpose of doing it has become contrived. He's completely contrived his position as a journalist, in my eyes. Yeah, so yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't want to be... fight you, you yeah. fucking weirdo. Like, what, what was the point of that? That's not... It's not shone a light on anything. No. It's, it's not actually... Yeah. Just to get light. You just... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was weird, actually. It's not really connected, but maybe it is. I don't know. Just thinking out loud. Like, we were chatting about doing this, whether... Um, we'd have people watching it on Zoom. Oh, right, yeah. And um, I don't know where you've done it with other people. And I thought, and, and Paul, your producer, very kindly asked me and, and said we could have some of your patrons watch on Zoom. And uh, I've set up a Patreon page recently that I've been having fun with. And he said, Ed, maybe you could ask some of them. And I kind of thought about it and thought, could be interesting. And, and then I decided not to for a couple of reasons. And one was that... Um, uh, I try and just put funny things on my Patreon yeah. page. Thought so I'll just keep it for that, and then, but I'll you know tell people I've done this, obviously. But I was thinking more importantly, like I want to really be able to talk to you. Yeah. And and I thought I know I c there'll be a bit of me I can't switch off or won't be thinking. I wonder what the audience makes of that. Yeah. If I can see their faces watching. Yeah, you're right. And then I yeah. thought then and then it, then it for me it, it contrived the purpose of why I was doing this or what it was for. Yeah. And this is. For us to have a conversation, and then, as I see it, and then hopefully uh, for the listeners to find it uh, in one way interesting or engaging, one way or another, but for them to be able to, yeah, it to be whatever it is for them, or they they need to derive from it. Yeah, you're right. But I thought the only way I can do it is if 
I'm t- I mean, I could happily just talk to you on the phone and have it recorded. Because me and Helen were just chatting. There's, a, there's an element to doing things on Zoom where... I mean, you're very good at this because you're a sk- very skilled interviewer. But when you're chatting to people sometimes on Zoom, because you've got the visual cues, it can end up feeling less intimate than if you're just on the phone. Yeah, yeah. There's, I find yeah, sometimes... Sometimes there's an element, like you say, something kicks in and we start to perform and that's what we would have done if this had been an audience we can't help it we would have just gone uh, and we would have been that that amp that you know that comedy version of ourselves yeah and you know that's and that's as much as i love that you know i i really want to talk to you and find out about you you know and because uh, and the other thing i like is that people see us because they get like oh you're, you're a comedian that's so brave it's so brave and you're like, yeah, but really, it took a lot to get to that point. It's not brave, but it took a lot for us to get to that point where we could stand in front of people and and sort of make fun of the shit that's happened to us and, you know, mm. and and make it funny. And, and uh, but, but we have dealt... There's stuff in our past that we've dealt with and, and instead of letting it sort of crush us and, and you know, destroy us, we've kind of channeled it. We've gone, right, I'm going to... All subconsciously as well, we've done it. We didn't really know that's what we were doing, but it got mm. us to the point where we're now stood in front of people, going, "Yeah, you know," because we we've had shit to deal with. And I think if if we'd have been sat with an audience doing this, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have got into that conversation. I don't think. No, no, well, it's harder to, isn't it? Yeah. It's harder to because it's like uh, you have different modes for yeah. what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, and so yeah so likewise if you stood on stage and your purpose is to make the audience laugh if we had this conversation now uh, but at uh, at the comedy store on a saturday night we wouldn't we would we would be off stage by now wouldn't we we, <laughs> we wouldn't have lasted 2 minutes no no exactly exactly but that's there's that and it's not there's that cliche the tears of a clown and it's not necessarily that's not what we're we're not all tragic and sad inside but we're not normal we've had shit that's gone on that has driven us to this point where we're now we're now we now yes you know we yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. Like to definitely perform. you know we like to bring joy to people yeah, yeah. yes i mean i th- i think um it's interesting isn't it? i always think when people say i don't know how you do it you must have something that you've got that i haven't got and and I always think about it the other way around. It's like I think all performers, all artists, have got a little bit of them that is missing. There's a missing bit of the jigsaw that they can never quite find. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's what they're they're exploring or searching. Whether they're a musician or they paint or whatever, they need they need to try and work out what life is to them and the world is. Yeah. And that they've. And they they search they, they, yeah it's about a lack rather than is having an extra thing. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? It's true. I've, yeah, we've been having. I've said this a few times now, but Jade and I've been having couples counselling, and I tell you what, it's really shone a light on my own my own not shortcomings, but my own things that I didn't know I that I didn't know were a problem from right, when I was on. a kid, and now we when I talk to the counsellor about it, and she goes, no, that's that's not a good thing that happened to you. And you go, oh, mm. it's just part of, I just thought it was just part of part of growing up. You know, yeah. it's just like, because we're, like you mentioned it earlier about your about the kids and what we teach the kids. 
you know, we we our parents were, you know, they probably went through some shit with their parents, and then they felt yeah, like a absolutely, lot of crap. yeah. And then, but they still had their own shit they had to deal with. I know my dad certainly had stuff mm. to deal with with, with his mum. His mum was awful. So he's yeah. had to deal with stuff, and he might not have got it right all the time. And you know, he's, not, he's 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 done he's done brilliantly, but not you know some things could have been better. And then you do it as well. We have kids, and then there's stuff that you could do better. And 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 it kind of we're always each generation trying to filter out the shit bits. Yeah, and it's forever been thus, hasn't it? Yeah. And I think um, I think it's a really good point. And also, like, kind of, I think. You know, we also don't talk about, but I think this is why it's universal as well. But just as a performer, you do it in um, in a public way that you go on that search and you you uh, you sort of analyse it by how people respond to your work and you, how you respond to by the things that you make. But I imagine there are tears of a of an accountant. <laughs> there are tears of a shopkeeper. Yeah. There are tears of a, a marriage guidance counsellor. There's a te- there's tears of everyone. Yeah. Because you know, there's all things. Everyone's trying to get so many different things, whether consciously or subconsciously, from everything that they do. So someone who so runs a shop might run a shop because their dad ran a shop, their mum ran a shop, or their family's always had a shop. Or they might go because, and then I'm I know I'm seeing people every day. And I, I like I like st- like running a shop as a performance, or yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. but they don't necessarily, they may or may not rationalise it like that. But everything that we do, and you know, and it, the whole actually the whole structure of work, isn't it? Like corporate work, or you know what we what we think work is, because I don't really know what work. <laughs> we don't really know what you know when you do a gig for a company, you got you just kind of you you realise inside. I don't really know what happens in in the in the office. Yeah. But but I imagine the same thing of like kind of people have work and they do their work and then they want a promotion or a bonus or they want recognition for the thing that they're doing to yeah. be acknowledgement, isn't it? And human beings, but we need that because it's hardwired into us, isn't it? It's hardwired into us because we used to live in for millions of years or well, thousands, hundreds of thousands of years in little tribes in caves yeah. surrounded by saber-toothed tigers. So we had to work as a community and being part of a community is um, feeling valued and feeling recognised and noticed. And so it, all that shit is hardwired into us yeah. because it's how we survived. And have you watched um, that Social Dilemma programme on Netflix? No, not documentary? yet. I'll, I'll keep being told to watch it. Yeah, it's nuts. And I'd advise everyone to, to, um, to watch it. It's a really interesting watch. And and not in the sense that it's judgy about what you're doing or what you do with your social media or whether you're on it or not or whether you don't even give a shit about it. It's a really interesting sort of analysis of where uh, sort of like where we are like as a, as a species at yeah. the moment. And there's a really interesting point which this man makes who used to work for one of the big tech com- tech media companies, and he's saying. Because essentially, like the, all of the social media works, it's like, the, and he's saying they've got, we're talking about computers that are literally so big they're underwater, like the <laughs> enormous. So every single thing that we look at online uh, is analysed, how long we looked at it, how long we hovered over it, how long we spent on it. Every single fun, interesting or dirty thing you've ever looked at ever 
it's all stored. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Every single <laughs> fucking thing. And they know exactly how long you looked at that video for. Yeah. Or that, or that, how, they know it, like the, the detail is astonishing. So, and then every time you look at anything on the internet, where you've clicked agree or yes, whatever, or you unwittingly did, yeah. all of that information is being used to choose what you see next. Wow. So, then that's why, like, when you look at Instagram and you think, right, I need to get off it for a bit, the next time you look at it will be something that you go and it drags you in because it, it will that image you've seen you see will be tailor made and presented to you wow. by the Ugh. by the algorithm and and I, mo, I I didn't know that I thought shit yeah. that's crazy so and it, and he said right so that's what that's what the social media people have got that's what they're working with now on the other side of the piece of glass is us and our brain like the hardware in between our, our ears is hundreds of thousands of years old. Yeah. And it in the middle of it is like your amygdala, which is your reptilian bit, you know, the fight or flight bit of your brain that you can't do anything about, that just happens. Yeah. And you've got, and, and but we evolved, but very slowly over hundreds of thousands of years to live in tribes where getting uh, approval from our peers was how we survived. Yeah. It's how we worked together, cooperated, and managed to go, right, we're going to try and do this as a group rather than just living, like, kind of reactively all the time. So you've got ancient hardware in your brain and on the other side of the glass is all that, and he just says, so who do you think is going to win that? <laughs> like, there, there's no there's no contest. Yeah. But, but it feels like we don't really kind of... Um, so we don't... I, 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 it really made me think, like, that's... So we have to look after ourselves because we're like um, we we have to look after ourselves like we'd look after our pets. Yeah, don't yeah, we? yeah, yeah. That's why it's good that now we are, especially our generation. Well, I'm a bit older than you, but our generation, we're kind of the first generation that started to to talk about stuff to actually because mm. when we were growing up, it was like this has been mentioned many times, but we were always like you know, boys don't cry. You know, you've got, you've yeah. got to be a man, you've got to man up, you've got to grow a pair, you've got to do all those things. And, yeah. and we battled that because subconsciously we were like, I don't, I've, I want to bawl my eyes out. I want to cry. I, this mm. is really upsetting. I'm getting bollocked by this teacher and I want to cry my eyes out because it's fucking horrible. But I'm in front, yeah. of, I'm in front of a classroom full of lads. It, oh, it's horrible. And you go home and, and you go home and tell your parents and then they go, well, you obviously did something to piss him off. You know, yeah, it's all that, and you, all that is. In and they, there. they grew, yeah, they grew up in a generation where their teachers could hit them. Yeah, their teachers could be violent towards, and the person who's um, in loco parentis of them could physically abuse them. Yeah, and it was fine. Well, they that, could hit yeah. them. They were like, so, like you say, surrogate. They were all the time you were in yeah. their charge. They were your, they were your surrogate parents, and anything. It was always assumed that they were right, you were wrong. And it's not yeah. until you get older, you go, no, they didn't know. A, they didn't have a fucking clue. None of them did. Yeah, I, I really love my mum and dad, and yeah. and it's um, it's but but I uh, would totally be the first to admit it's a complicated relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, and it's got more complicated since I've had children because I see it. You see all the things, all the um, the bits that yeah, they were doing the best with what they had, yeah. and I'm doing the best with what I've got for my kids. But I know at some point they're going to go. Oh, that was 
it was fucking terrible when he used to do that. That really <laughs> that, that fucked me up. And I and you've just got to wear it. Yeah. And I know that I know that they would wear it. Um, but but you know my mum's mum uh, died when my mum was eighteen. Yeah, right. Right in the middle of her A levels. Bloody hell. And she she coped, like she coped, and she was the eldest daughter of four kids, and um, and she basically ran the house and did her A levels. Yeah. Uh, and so so she yeah so, so I can see her way of coping when there's stress is she just. She just clings on to like the mast in the middle of the boat and waits <laughs> till it's all over, yeah. and just tries not to fall off, um, and then and then, but doesn't really kind of take action about things to change things because that obviously and it's quite fuck it you don't have to be a psychologist to realise that 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 was the worst thing that could have possibly happened to her at at that point in her life yeah. the most stressful situation she'd ever been in she lost her mother yeah it's clear isn't it yeah. And me, and me dad, like old school, he was packed off to some Victorian weird boarding school with no toilet doors oh, when he was like seven. Bloody hell. And, um, and, and wasn't academic and really fucking struggled. And, yeah. and, um, and he, yeah, he's told me, he won't talk to me much about it, but he had a stammer when he was a kid because he, he was left-handed. They tried to make him right, right-handed. Oh, God. And they used to make him read out in class and tell him he was stupid. Oh. So he he couldn't wait to get out of school. Yeah, yeah, I know. And uh, it was awful, awful for him. Yeah. But his dad was a doctor, but he, you know, he he struggled with that kind of stuff. And and um, so, but and and in in my dad, I can see a bit of like when he was in his sixties, he 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 made started a band with his mates called White Stick, <laughs> and. Uh, and he'd play the band, and it basically it was just them um, just getting wrecked and playing Rolling Stone songs and things. <laughs> but I could see in him like, and there's and and I when I was a kid growing up, like if there was like a school, like when I was at primary school, you have the PTA, and they, sometimes the mums and dads would do a, a skit or something. My dad would always be involved, but he'd never learn his lines. I remember like he'd. I remember once he came on, and he had his lines on a piece of toast because <laughs> it. Because he wanted to be part of it, but he just couldn't be asked learning his lines. But that's so he had that sort of bombastic, "fuck it, I'll give it a go" kind of thing. Yeah. That I think certainly, and I, I and it's funny I've not really thought about it, but I got that I've got that bit from him. Yeah. And then just maybe applied it in a slightly different way. Um, but neither of them are that comfortable, and I, I could say this is all talking about. Feelings and never were. Yeah, um, same. Yeah, for obvious reasons. They're both damaged <laughs> by. And I never said this face. I wouldn't want to upset them. Um, yeah. But, but that's why. But so I have to find instead of me eventually going. It's not fair. You were talking to me. Realize that. Right. I have to accept that about them. I can't change them. Yeah. But then I've got to deal with with what it's it's given to me. And I and I um. Yeah, and I've dealt with a few kind of quite tricky stuff um family wise in terms of kind of mental health and stuff that yeah. is uh, that has really affected mine and i've i've had quite a lot of uh counseling over the years for various different things and it's and it fuck me it's the best i've never had much money in my life and i've never bought much stuff but it's the best money i've ever spent in my life yeah oh, like God, without yeah. a shadow of a doubt it's yeah. it's why i'm 
so that's how I've, I'm still here in this house with my wife and wonderful children. It's held it's held me together, and it's just fucking hell because it wasn't it wasn't something that I even thought was possible for yeah. me. Like it just oh, really did say like that's that's something Americans do. That's yeah. something that gets talked to Woody Allen talks about. Well, he's not a good example because he clearly needs a lot more work. <laughs> but um, you can't adopt them and marry them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it felt like it was that that's something other people do. That's what people who are kind of you know airy fairy, you know yeah. one bean bunches. They they've got that and it's all that. But fucking hell, the people who need it the most are the people who are the least likely to access it. Absolutely. Oh my god. And yeah. like I said to you, this is it's, especially now. I've had a couple of counsellors in in my time, but this one, she's excellent, and I think I was quite. Mm. Because I went there thinking, you know, we're going to be talking about the relationship. But in order to get the relationship fixed, you know, she even said, she goes, this might not even be the relationship for you guys. It might, we might get to a point where, you know, we work out that, yeah, you know, you had your time, but it's time to move on. So she's not even, she's not even trying to keep us together, really. She's trying to us to figure out, figure ourselves out. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And it's funny, yeah. Some of the things I've told her, she just goes, "No, that's no, that shouldn't have happened." <laughs> and it's funny yeah. too about your own kids. I've actually, I took, I had a moment, and I said to my boys, "I said, look, I know, I know, I could have been better at times, and I'm really sorry. I know, I've, I've, I just, I did my best. I did my best, and but they both went, you're a fucking idiot. You were great. <laughs> you know, that's a, nice. There's isn't a few it? times, yeah, you were a bit, you know, yeah. you were a bit this or a bit that, but on the whole, Dad, no, you were fine." <laughs> So oh, nice mate, that's lovely. It's nice to have that moment with them. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, that that must mean that like throughout the time when they were growing up, uh, regardless of any difficulties you might have had along the way, you kept you kept uh, you kept talking to them. Yeah, yeah. I've been very lucky as well to be in relationships with really lovely, understanding people that have mm. that knew I was fucked, <laughs> but kind of right tolerated it, and and they were. In their own way, they were trying to help me see it, you know. But even though I didn't know I had a prages, I was like, no, I was, it's them. They're the problem. I don't know what I don't know what their problem is. I'm a bloody legend, mate. I'm Rich Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> it's not till later but on. I've got I've got a Mark One. Is it a Mark One Cortina? It's a Mark Two. It, yeah, you remember that? It's and it's mint. <laughs> yeah. Was it blue? Blue covered it was, in chrome. It was, uh, it was a Mark Two uh, Cortina 1600E, and it was in the original oh. gold paint. Um, Gold paint. I think I only had it. Only had it about a month. He got nicked. <laughs> Unbelievable. He got things. stolen in slough. <laughs> oh, rotten. I know, mate. Gutted. But yeah, it's that thing, isn't it? You know, it's like you say. We we just at least we're aware that there's issues and we're working on them. You know, whereas some people don't, and they shut. A lot. Of, I see a lot of men. A lot of men that are quite aggressive because they're mm. scared and they don't want to. They don't want to open up that box. With all this shit yeah. in it, yeah, and that kind of. Comes well, I mean, up. We, we, that that's yeah. There's there's something. It's the per, the purpose of emotions, aren't they? Are to make you do something. Yeah, that's the idea of them, isn't there? The the feelings you get inside you on an animal level are to make you change a situation or or to to do something in a situation to create actions. Yeah, is it? 
it, emotion equals motion, isn't it? That's oh, it. Go. That's it. Something like that, isn't it? There we go. Here we, we should write a book, Rich. Write, write a book. It'd be a very thin book. Very thin book. It's got two quotes in your face on it. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the whole section about your explosive lower body power. That's all it'll be about. Explosive lower body yeah. power. And then yeah, got and me in quote there. at the end. Got me in there. Yeah. Emotion Just a equals... picture of you in a pair of, pair of trunks on the back. Spectacular. <laughs> but but isn't it, it, it? But you, so they're, they're telling you to do something. And that, that's what's the, that's the terrible thing is that when you shove them down, then that, that turns into a frustration or a problem or it turns into illness, doesn't it? But it's this, but that's, but dogs, uh, because they live on the surface entirely in the moment, don't they, dogs? Yeah. So if a dog is frightened, that's when it attacks, isn't it? And yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. those, so many blokes are like that because they're scared of having, they don't even know what it is. They're having it taken away or yeah. or losing something and it makes them aggressive. Yeah, well, that's what you see now and with it, the Brexit thing. And it's, because it, I, I, I see it and, and I'm like, the, 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 yeah, it's a lot of these people are like, you can't be that cunty. There must be something going on, you know, and, you, and it is fear. It's all born out of fear. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That, yeah. And, and and it's, it's it, the, the, uh, and the historical oppression of of women is why, like politically, things have been so fucked, isn't it? Yeah. Because ultimately, it, genuinely, like there's there's no government in the history. Like right now, if they just parachuted in, uh, I don't know how many MPs there are, but five hundred dinner ladies into the House of Commons, <laughs> yeah. it'd be sorted, wouldn't it? It would be sorted, Brandon. Marcus, the kids would be being fed. Which is just fucking crazy oh, yeah. right now, isn't right. it? Yeah. So put, it's un- unbelievable, um, and uh, just just uh, there's just be, they they wouldn't you wouldn't hand out contracts to try and sort out a pandemic to people who used to run Talk Talk, who presided over the uh, the greatest loss of personal data data breach in the history of British business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't reward them with a job. Dealing with people's personal data again, yeah. would you? You no. just go, no, they're, they're shit at it. Let's not give it to them. <laughs> it's like if you do, if we, when, when we start off in comedy and you're, you know, you do you do the gigs and then someone, you do all right and someone goes, oh, yeah, I'll come and do this gig because you did all right at this one. And that's how, you, yeah. that's how you go along. But if you start doing it and you're not good at it, people don't ask you to do the next lot. And that's it. Yeah. They go, no, I'm really that's sorry right. it's not for you. And that's what's yeah. about with these. It's like, no, you really fucked up. <laughs> you really fucked it's up. It's a nutty situation, isn't it? Like, without going too down, far down a COVID hole, um, we, uh, there's a bloke lives near me who uh, um, works for um, uh, Sheffield Health. And he's, I think, he's kind of in charge. And it, it's fine. He wouldn't mind me telling this because he, tw- he tweeted about it. He's in charge of testing for this area, like for, for Sheffield, yeah. in charge of testing. And he's testing all the health service workers. And he sent a message uh, to uh, the, de- the government department of health saying that um, we've got the capacity here to do another 500 tests a day uh, and we would like to help. We'd like to pitch in and help and just use that capacity yeah. we've got to help with getting the testing out. And he was told to mind his own business. Fucking hell. He was hell. told to, to back out of it. And, and that's because they've given it to yeah. like a, a private company. 
And so there was people trying to pitch in all over the place, trying to help out in the first wave, whether it was making masks, making stuff, and they were all told to just back off. Fucking It's out. crazy. It all, comes down, it. it all comes down to money all the time, doesn't it? It's, yeah. It's all about producing and, and making sure we're all good little workers. And, and they've got us to this point where they make us, we believe like the job, the job is the most important thing about life. Mm. You know, mm. they're, they're, we've got faster rail, we've got the, 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 the high speed two where he's going in and motorways are getting made wider. And, 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 but whilst all that's happening, this, 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 we're able to get to work quicker but they're making apartments and, and buildings that we live in smaller. So yes. They're, so yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. Because you, well, you don't spend much time there. You might as well you can get to work quicker, but you might as well, there's no point having a big house because you, you, you won't yeah. be that often. They're turning us into worker bees. Yeah, let's, let's make your workspace nicer than your home. Yeah. It's madness. Isn't it? It's all about greed exactly. and money. And- yeah, totally. And, and, if, and also they forget to tell us that, you know... Um, I always think that, like, when, uh, you know, we have, like, a snow day and it snows for one day. Yeah. And then the news will say, uh, this has cost the British economy £8 million because no one could get to work. And just thinking, fucking relax. <laughs> go sledging. Yeah. And also, they, they don't go, most people find work shit. <laughs> most people don't like going to work yeah. because work is shit. They don't, they don't, people don't lie on their deathbeds wishing they spent more time fucking processing um you know repayment programs for rover finance do they <laughs> they can't fucking wait to get out of there yeah. and do something and can go to a gig uh, listen to some music uh, make pots do, you know eat <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. drink fuck each other have fun yeah they can't wait to get out of there on a friday so don't tell us that cuz just just like a dinner ladies if we parachuted in the dinner, ladies, they they'd know that you need a day off, love. It's good for you. Go sledging. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. it's, it's there's there's a there's a there is there is a fundamental lack of nurture, isn't there, in our political system? Yeah, nurture. because it's all about it's yeah. all about serving the the capitalist um, system. Yeah, and there's never been another system. There never has been. Uh, it's always been a capitalist system, yeah. isn't it? That's why, like you say, there's so they, more. They, with women are involved, there's more empathy, there's more understanding. All men do, really. Just we just wave our dicks at each other. Just go, ah, let mine yeah. bigger than yours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let the women make the decisions that require communication, diplomacy, and um, listening. Yeah. And let the men knock down the brick toilets. <laughs> and then all of us, all of us, can look after the people who don't know or aren't sure whether they're men or women or don't know they aren't men or women yeah, yeah, and don't yeah. want to be either. And we can all just make sure that, ev- you know, everyone's yeah. happy. And if any, any of these women want to knock down the brick shit house, come and, yeah, you can come and do that. Yeah, men, absolutely, yeah, girls. Can... Fill your boots, grab a lump hammer and let's have a crack at this porcelain together. <laughs> but I've got a feeling you've got more important decisions to be making <laughs> yeah, on yeah. those... Chesterfield uh, leather-bound uh, benches there. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Because us men, as it's been proven down the years, are shit at it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, that, I mean, you look at it like that way, you go kind of... The amount of... Talk about fucking privilege. The amount of chances yeah. we've had to... And yes, there have been, uh, you know, there have been huge advances in 
lifting people out of poverty um, and technological advances. But the, the things aren't mutually exclusive, are they? Those things can happen anyway. But it is, it's, wait, we had some mates over for tea um, a couple of weeks ago and it was all within the, the, yeah. right, uh, the right groups. And uh, I can't remember what we were talking about. We were ta- that's it. We were talking about um, uh, gender and self-ID. It popped up. And we, all, we had an instant conversation that all of us in our 40s and 50s kind of of the conclusion that for a lot of us, it's quite... Um, it was, it's, it's not the easiest thing to wrap your heads around. Yeah. Um, simply because you've grown up in a different time. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't mean there's no reason why you shouldn't and couldn't wrap your heads around it. Yeah. And and just kind of go, right, well, that, yes, okay, right. Yeah. It, it's we, just moving with times, isn't it? And, and accepting yeah. it goes back things to that, change. Like, yeah, we talked about this on here uh, and on the Fembrain podcast as well, is that people are afraid to ask questions because you're supposed to just automatically know. You're supposed to know how yeah, someone wants to be identified. You're, you're yeah. supposed to know all the pronouns and you're supposed to know you're supposed to know everything about it and you're not allowed to make any mistakes. You just have to straight away come out, the, come out all guns blazing. Like, yeah, I'm a, I, I completely understand. You're not allowed to go, uh, I, don't, I don't really understand because I've been brought up, you know, this is mm. a woman, this is a man. I don't, and so... I don't really, I don't know. Can you can you point me in the right direction? Yeah. And that is and it's people being able to ask those questions without being Yeah. And I, I, absolutely. And I think people absolutely can um when they're with the people that they they they're wanting to learn about. And yeah. I think and I think social media paints uh, an untrue picture because it's the people who because it because it is inherently a, a um a technological system that that that, that uh, reinforces each bubble, whether it's political or social, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, then you you hear you engage less and less and less with people who don't share exactly the same interests or views. Yeah. And therefore, so you don't have the conversations. And um, but I would imagine in the real world, for anyone who is uh, in you know, is on that journey one way or another, self-ID-wise or, or uh, is, is um, uh, in, what, 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 I'm to think of the right uh, terminology, but I'm panicking, not yeah, wanting exactly. to, yeah, to, it, to get it wrong. Yeah. But anyway, anyone who's on that journey of, yeah, um, maybe trans, tra- transforming gender. On that, it's transition, the word trans- on that transitional part. The transition, that's the word I meant. Yes, exactly. So I imagine if you were with uh, someone who was on that journey, you could have a, a very interesting and enlightening and really helpful conversation and a lovely a conversation all coming from a place of love. Yeah. But social media doesn't allow that to happen because pe- pe- so many people are looking for a way of just finding one bit that someone got wrong, whichever side of the debate they're on, and then trashing them for yeah, it. Piling on. And I think yeah. we, all, we all suffer because of that yeah I think we do everyone yeah I had a wonderful conversation when I did a stand weekend with Bethany Black years ago yeah and we had a really good conversation it was a lovely conversation and yeah. one that was you know I, I feel really lucky to have had with her um, and it was really enlightening yeah really 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 interesting um, but and you couldn't possibly have a conversation like that on social media it's no not, not at all it, not at all it's, it's not wired up for that no you know it's um 
how did we get to this? So, yes, that was it. So we were chatting and um, um, one fellow around the, the dinner table, we were talking about, uh, yeah, uh, trans, uh, the conversation about trans, uh, transgender. transgender yeah. And he said, like, because it's one of those things that it's just in, in a situation of everyone being loving, we shouldn't even need to have to have that conversation. No, exactly. And, and the amount of airtime and human uh, energy that's being involved in stuff that ultimately, when you think about it, it's just, it's like sexuality. It's just which little bits of our sensitive bodies we choose to rub against each other <laughs> or rub ourselves or what we decide it is or we do or don't want to rub. Yeah. And you think about it like that, it's fucking nothing. It's a few little cells... <laughs> That we stimulate and and then or whether we choose to or not, whether that matters to us, and the whole rainbow and, and grayscales of everything in between. Yeah. It's not a big deal, is it? No, but it's used to it's 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 weaponized and it's all It's totally weaponized. Yeah. But while but while we're all running around shouting each other and attacking each other and getting divided on that, like throughout our lifetime there's people been living right in front of us on the streets. Yeah. Like and, and starving. And as we see now, we, you know, people live, food banks and poverty. We can't even feed in. No, there isn't access to good food for everyone when we live in a state of immense wealth where we've got, we've got all the resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all walk past people. We, we're all part of a society where it's normal to have people living on the streets yeah. and dying in the winter. Yeah. And like maybe, maybe that is in, if we survive another 200 years, the thing that maybe we'll look around and go, that was the greatest crime of our time. Yeah. It wasn't all the other stuff that we got told to fight with each other about. All the while there was people just living on the streets. Oh, man. It's yeah. Fucking nuts, yeah. isn't it? When you think about yeah. it that way around, you go, wow, like we're not everyone, you know, not everyone's warm. No, and everyone's, everyone's <clears throat> again on social media, everyone's virtue signaling and, oh, I, you know, talk about all the things they've done and you go, yeah, but... The, there's a fellow out there, and he's and he, mm. I, I saw I've seen families, whole families in doorways, surrounded well, by yeah. their belongings. Yeah, and how have we got to that point <clears throat> where an entire family is on the street? Used to be one fella. Used to be one fella walk around the town. Yeah, and bless him, you know he wasn't he was a bit mentally ill and mm. he kind of he didn't he never knew where he went at night, but he'd always be around, you know and and. But now we've got, and I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying it used to be one, mm. it'd be one or two fellas. But now we've got entire families on the streets, mm. and no one's talking about that. We're all shouting at each other about other stuff that, yeah, you know, yeah, is important, but not as important. As, it's, you know, yeah, it, we're, we're, it's exactly, all important it's, in its own way. It's but, all important, isn't it? Yeah. It's all important, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, kind of, um, it is. Yeah, that that that's the thing, and and we've also got to a point where. <clears throat> Uh, if you look, if you were to look at social media, which so many of us do, and it's where so many of us derive our the little seeds that begin our day, or or what we think is happening in the world at any one time, so it's, it's our frame of reference for life, isn't it? Yeah, that's the fucking reality of the thing. It's you would think like, yeah, things aren't more than one thing isn't allowed to be true at the same time on social media that's the problem oh yeah yeah and the reality is like you're saying it's very important that yeah that that trans rights uh, are discussed in the right way yeah and there's people starving and there's all these awful things 
But at the same time, um, there's loads of people every single day doing loads of work to help people. Yeah. Whether it's yeah, whether whether it's helping, you know, disadvantaged kids and, and uh, people in ethnic minorities who are in a structure that denies them the opportunities. Yeah. That has to be tackled. But at the same time, there's loads of people quietly and without going on about it, helping them, feeding old people, yeah. washing old people, yeah. feeding homeless people, running homeless shelters, all of this thing that's happening. And, and, and some reason, like we look at it on social media and it depresses the shit out of us. And then there's people doing it who still go in every day and do it. And and it doesn't clearly doesn't break them, and and it makes you think that must there must be something in that that I imagine the people who say people who for example someone who volunteers in a food bank regularly, and they will see stuff that will break their heart on a daily basis. Yeah. But also, they will, I'm sure they'll be makes me think why why am I not fucking doing it? Like they will be forming relationships with the people that come in and having conversations with the people that come in, and human contact. Knowing that 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 they're part of something that that is 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 positive, yeah, is the reason they can go back in and do it every day, and I and I think there's something in what we all miss whacking through social media is we see all the horror, but we don't. It's how we choose to then engage with it afterwards, yeah, isn't it? And 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 I think I don't know. I'm, I suppose I'm. I don't really. I'm asking myself the question at the same time, but at a point now when we've got all this time, we can't really do what we're doing. Why am I not volunteering, delivering meals or, or yeah. doing what I can to make... Now, I absolutely agree like that you know, we pay our taxes and the government should be doing all this, but when they're not, then absolutely we have to look out for each other, don't we? We have, to, yeah. we have to go and help each other and then make sure we remember when it's time to put a cross in a box, who did what? Yeah, so fucking. And what right, those man. things were that mattered, you know, and I, yeah, it really makes me think. And it's because it is, isn't it? Like that—that's the. I think there's there's so much unhappiness and general sadness that we all deal with. And I go down rabbit holes of looking at the news and 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 obsessing over it. And yeah, and I just and I know that if I just go out, walk the dog, talk to every single person I see, yeah, or if I went and helped or volunteered somewhere, then at least you know you're doing something to. To help, and you don't have to tell anyone about it. No, just do it. And that, just fucking just do fucking it. Like do the, it. energy, energy. Just go and fucking do it. And that, and that's what people do, up and down the length and breadth of every country in the world. There's yeah. fucking millions of people putting a massive shift in for humanity that we don't see. And they should be. That should be on the news every single fucking day. It should be half and half. Yeah, half and half. <laughs> yeah, what the right, shitheads are trying to do. And then what all these wonderful, I'm just going to call them the dinner ladies of the world are doing. Yeah, that's beautiful, And They, they aren't all ladies and they aren't all that, but they're, 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 do you know what I mean? The people who actually, there's, there's loads of great people out there doing, doing great things all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's not news, is it? No, but you're Never right, is. you're right. And, that, and saying that, just being decent to people and, and like mm. you say, talking to people and being decent, looking out for people, if you think about it, and, and I've said this to you a lot, this this podcast wouldn't even exist if you hadn't have said to me at behind that bar, you should do comedy. You've got that twinkle in your eye, <laughs> that, and that that little conversation 
set me on this path and I've met all these wonderful people that have helped me along the way, Silky and Michael Smiley and people like that, and all the, all the beautiful women, Marilyn you know, and everybody, and, and, and my wife, India, and Jade, and every, all these people yeah. that have pushed me along to this point where I'm at now. And that was all from that conversation behind that bar. So that, how about that? And, well, about that, and, and, and I was the best guest you could get today. <laughs> <laughs> so what, was right. the, what was the fucking point, Rich? What was the point? I had to get... Oh. <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> I was so upset, because we already did this, and I fucking... I, I don't even know why, because the recorder that I use doesn't... I don't need batteries. It can go through the yep. laptop and all that. And for some reason, I clicked the wrong box, the, the wrong thing. We didn't record it and we had to do this again. I was so upset. Don't worry. It it wasn't meant to be. And the good thing is I get to see you twice. Yeah. So mate. I get I get two I get two doses of Richie's explosive lower body power. <laughs> oh Rob, <laughs> I love you. This has been amazing. Thank you. Likewise, mate. mate. It's been so good. Absolute pleasure. It's re it was a tonic to talk to you, mate. It was uh yeah, because I you know, it's fucking shitting down relentlessly with rain yeah. out here. Same. And um yeah, so I just uh I, I have to be conscious. I have to look after myself. I mean, our business is in the toilet at the moment, essentially, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But I'm acutely aware that there's a lot of people are in the same boat in all sorts of different businesses, and it's really, really uncertain, isn't it? And um, so you, we've just all got to kind of look out for each other, stay connected, stay positive, yeah. help out, and... Um, yeah and, yeah, and and help whoever we can, and just and just we'll ride it out. But we're going to have to be creative, and it might not be easy. But you're so we'll right. We'll get man. through it. That is a beautiful way we'll to get finish through it. as well. We absolutely. Ah, Rob, thanks, mate. I've loved this, mate. Absolute pleasure, likewise, Rich. And stay Could talk in touch. To you all day. Stay in touch, regardless of this. Yeah, we can. We can do. We can do this without having to record it and put it out as well, can't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that's the beauty of this conversation. <laughs> we can actually Great. have it. Yeah. <laughs> It goes on. It goes on. It's free. Yeah. It's and if yeah, people are listening, like just fucking ring your mates up and have a proper good yammer. You probably all get three minutes now, don't you? Yeah, of course you will. Just yeah. st stick them on. Yeah. And also watch films during the day. Watch instead of watching when you're knackered. If you if you can't go into work, watch watch fucking great films it's during good, the day. Yeah. Something. Yeah. 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 That's good, man. I watched American Psycho the other day. I'd never seen it before. I thought I'd, I thought in I'd the, seen it. In the daytime. In the daytime. <laughs> I'm glad That's I did. That's a crazy I, film, isn't at it? At one point, towards like when at the crescendo, and I was and mm. I realised I was just sat with my mouth open, just like what the fuck yeah <laughs> well that's it's the time to watch like it's the time to consume great art is like when you're wide awake I reckon about from about 11 o'clock in the morning do you know what I mean yeah your, your breakfast has gone down and, you, and you're awake now you've been out for a walk the dog or something and you're ready you're ready for something big yeah it's the time to do it. Yeah, stick a film on. How many, how many, we were talking, Helen, we talk about this, like, uh, see, my kid, Helen always bullies me, they don't cry much. And um, I do cry quite a bit, she doesn't <laughs> see it that often. In the toilet um, hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hope, just wondering when it will be over. Um, <laughs> the toilet, not not life. The, um, but I, I realise I cry quite a lot in the car, like, that the, when... The amount of driving that we often do. Yeah. Because I find like, and we were talking about, why does it happen? Like when a song will come on or you're listening to some discussion program on the radio and an old lady rings in and just says, I just want someone to talk to. And yeah. she gets to talk to and you end up having to pull over just bawling into your hands. 
because you, you, you're often wide open, aren't you? Yeah. And, you, and you're vulnerable, and, 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 it's, and it feels like... It's funny, I feel that, that um, it's moments like that when you feel like you're actually really alive, isn't it? Like Absolutely, when you're, yeah. When you're really laughing, when you're really crying, like you really are alive, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, right in the moment, you're there. Is you're not yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a that's beautiful yeah you're right man just when you've lost all thought and you're not connected to anything you're just in the moment just pissing yourself or you're, or you're crying yeah. your eyes out blubbing uncontrollable <laughs> yeah. blubbing snot bubbles and all sorts I've had that I was, yeah. I had to, yeah I was in I had to pull over I was in the services just outside just outside Peterborough and I just yeah I was just sobbing <laughs> Just crying my eyes out, just it all got a bit much. Yeah, yeah. but I felt amazing after. It's very cathartic. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah, 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 it was good. Yeah, that's what you. Need. I, I had one. Uh, I had one. Uh, I was doing an eight-show weekend at Hot Water. Yeah, and uh, running back to my hotel room in between shows and just and just suddenly exploding into tears, <laughs> and then going back doing a gig, going crazy, running back to the hotel, uh, exploding again. <laughs> uh, and then, oh man! Yeah, then 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 then, then, then I rang the lady I talked to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to speak to someone. Yeah, yeah, Rob, yeah. Rob. But yeah, you've you've got. But keep talking. Everyone, keep talking. That's absolutely, all we can do. Absolutely, absolutely. Rob, and keep having mate. and keep having fun. Fucking right. Sticking mate. it to the fucking man, <laughs> and let's get the dinner ladies in charge. I love you, Rob. Thank you, mate. Love you too, mate. Where can we Take find care. you? Where can we find you online and all that? Or can we? Uh, um, well, uh, yes, Funnily I've done enough. me. I don't. I've done me. I'm doing Patreon because we can't do gigs. So Monday to Friday, every single day of the week, I put something um, funny on Patreon.com forward slash Rob Rouse, and you can join from a pound a month or pay whatever you want. Um, but it's like that. So if people want to pay more, they can. If people can't afford it, they don't have to pay it. But regardless of what you pay, you get access to the whole catalogue of everything that I've ever put it's about five months worth now brilliant and I'm doing it every Monday to Friday there's stuff on there so um, and it, and all the links are on my Twitter handle at Rob Rouse but yeah I'd, I'd love if people want to come in and, and they just get an email from me once a day with a funny thing on it brilliant. and you don't have to troll through social media to find something funny amongst all the all the all the madness <laughs> thanks Rob I've loved this, this alright Richie great. thanks man you take care likewise love to you love to Jade I'll see you soon mate love to you and Helen cheers mate bye see you later mate lots of love bye mate bye 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 I can't bye. I can't believe it's over <laughs> planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. 
Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production.